I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right, this episode on 22 Minutes to Having It All, we had Brian Schultz, and he's the owner of Freshwater Pearl Company based out of San Diego, California. And as Brian and I have gotten to know each other, I mean, not only is he wildly accomplished, so if you go to his LinkedIn profile, you can see how he's attended Ivy League colleges, universities, and he's worked for large major corporations like Disney and the like. So we got into a really deep and rich conversation about the power of your why, the framework that you can embrace or choose to follow, but it comes with discipline. It comes with resilience. I mean, the conversation on this episode with Brian, it was just so monumental. So anybody who's starting out 2023, I think this episode drops at the perfect time for you because there are such great fundamentals. Make sure that you get a pen and a pad of paper because you're going to want to take notes on this one. He's just easy to listen to. We talk about the flow. We talk about getting granular with your tasks. And then he even gives, Brian shares some tips and pointers and even some words of wisdom and advice and what he's experienced in his career. So listen in and again, ask friends and invite others to subscribe to this podcast because that is how we can make a greater impact on this world. And we are out there on a mission to help people achieve the having it all lifestyle, really build the foundations and the framework and really truly understand what it is that we're chasing for our success and the reasons why behind it. So have an awesome rest of your day and we'll catch you again next week on 22 Minutes to Having It All. Hi, Brian. How are you? Good. Good morning. Absolutely. Hey, I'm excited to have you as a guest today. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I mean, talk about just a raw, pure entrepreneur, business owner. I mean, I love your titles, just business owner, but you're so much more than that. So wow, let's just jump in and kind of pick up where we left off. Obviously, as you know, that this is the Having It All podcast, and you've really experienced quite a bit, Brian, in your background. So kind of share with our audience today why you can call yourself a business owner. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? Well, thank you. And thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I think first and foremost, you know, we have a path in life and all of our experiences lead to where we are today. And so I'm certainly grateful for, you know, my time with Disney, with Four Seasons, with MGM, with the Eastridge Group here in San Diego, and then having a small software startup company back in 06 to 2011. I think all of those things combined get me to where I am today. And it's like, why did I do this? Well, and the experience of losing my mom in Feb 2020 through a 19-year journey with breast cancer, I think anytime you go through that kind of a loss, especially someone like your mother or your father, and you see the journey that they went through, it puts things in perspective. And for me, family's really important, grew up in a small town. And I just wanted to get back to that core. And while I had those great experiences working for those companies, I realized maybe there's something out there that's just a little bit different for me. 
And as we spoke about last time, I came across from my wife introduced me, Michael Hyatt, and he has the full focus planner. And I really like his, the double win, win at work and succeed at life. And while I felt like I was doing really good at work, I didn't know that I had that succeed at life really mastered. And so I needed to find a way. I had to look within and say, what's next for me? And so after my mom's passing, after COVID, I realized there's a way to go out and honor my mom and live her legacy each and every day. And that led me to becoming an entrepreneur again, to starting a business. And that led to the creation of the Freshwater Pearl Company. And with that, I decided there had to be some purpose. Like I had to have this why. And the why was my mom. And if I woke up every day and honored my mom and lived her legacy, that's not work. And so it's fun. But it wasn't just that. It was about giving back. And so 2% of sales goes to cancer research, whether it be the American Cancer Society, whether it be Dana-Farber Cancer Research Institute, whether it be nonprofits that help women in need, whatever it is, giving back is a big part of what we do. And going back to that why, I came up with my mission of I'm going to donate $100,000 to charity in the first five years of my business, again, to honor my mom, live that legacy and help women in need. I know how much support my mom needed. And I just want to continue to build a business, connect with the community of engaged customers that believe in what I do and offer a great product and service. And I think I shared with you last time that I'm also embarking on a second journey to go out and help others. And that's a big part of who I am, what I want to do, want to help others. So I've created the interview prep company. And that company is created to help People who are either maybe potentially unemployed or underemployed that want to grow in their current company or potentially maybe considered leaving their company and grow in their career, I'll help them with interview prep services to get them ideally to where they want to go in their career. So giving back is important, but also that service orientation coming from hospitality is in me. And although I haven't defined what that charitable or philanthropic need will be yet that I'll fill in the interview prep coming, I'll certainly come up with something here soon because it's going to be a big part of what I do there too. I mean, Brian, that's just phenomenal. I mean, with the focus of having it all, it's satisfaction, it's fulfillment, it's taking success, but doing it in a way that really makes your heart sing. And I think anybody who's listening to you right now, Brian, hears that. So like your philanthropy, your ability to create charitable organizations, to give back a substantial amount of funding with all the success that you've had, that is very fulfilling. Take us to the balance point of all of this, though. I mean, it sounds perfect. It sounds like you're doing all the things that you need to be doing. But where do you still struggle with balance in that space? Yeah, I think time is the biggest struggle. So I have a nine-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. And I think I shared with you last time, but if I didn't, I was on 119 flight segments in 2019. And so running a national business as well as an international business, it took its toll because travel definitely not only impacts you and your lifestyle from whether it be health, sleep, fitness, etc. It also impacts your family. And so I decided I wanted to create something where I could be home, where I could be visible, where I could be present more. And it's not just present, right? When we talk about presence, it's not just physically being here. Like there were times I was physically here before. But mentally, emotionally, psychologically, I wasn't. You know, I was still tuned in to work or employees in Germany and they're nine hours ahead. So I get up at three o'clock to have a call, don't go back to bed. And then all of a sudden I realize it's seven o'clock at night and I've just worked, you know, 14, 15, 16 hour days. And you do what you need to do. And it's a it's a part of life and it's it's certainly a chapter. But 
I wanted to find a way to create that better connection, better connection for my marriage, better connection with my kids. And just as a for example, I took off at two, picked him up from school and went to my son's first baseball game yesterday, his first practice. That's about a little bit more balance. That's about the win and succeed at life. And on Friday, I spent the afternoon with him, picked him up at noon. And so these are the things that are important to us. We have their school break coming up in a week and we're going to spend four days at Knott's Farm. And we're going to continue to do those types of things. And I made it a priority to where, yes, work is important to me, but I also have to get that personal fulfillment for my marriage and for my relationship with my children and being the husband and father that I want to be to both my wife and to my children. And it's not easy. I mean, you have to have extreme intention. I mean, you've crafted some strategies you've put in the work. And like you started the episode, I mean, you come into this really kind of self-studied and said, okay, how can I actually make that my reality? And I think that's why it seems so easy. So anybody's listening to this going, okay, Brian, oh, it sounds so great. And yes, we all have the same level of priority, but you're doing it in a way that really works for you. And you're aligning your success to effectively work for you instead of against you. I mean, so I'm hearing this abundant amount of flow. Are you aware of that, Brian? It's hard for you to see it, but do you understand the level of flow and the intention that you have? I do. I would say this is about a three or four year journey. So this isn't something to your point that happens overnight. There's a lot of intention that goes into this. There's a lot of planning and thought that goes into this. So leaving a corporate career when you get a C-suite position and you're making good income to then go and turn around and that's, you know, invest six figures into a new business. That financially is a big decision, but it's also a decision of a potential lifestyle impact. Like what's it going to be to start a new business and how much will I work or whatever, but you got to set those boundaries to your point. And I think that intention goes one step further. So my wife and I, through the Michael Hyatt and full focus system, they have a course that's best year ever. And at the end of every year or being of the year, you set your goals for the year and you do it in eight different domains. You do it based on your work domain, your personal domain, your spiritual domain, your vocation, your avocation. And so we really map out and plan what's most important. And I would say when I started doing this three or four years ago, because I'm such an achiever, it's like, okay, all my goals were business oriented. All my goals were the growth of a company. All my goals were the growth of my career. All the goals were something I was looking to achieve. But yet what fell short was, where was the time that I would spend with date nights with my wife? Where's the time that I would spend 15 or 20 minutes, something I'm still working on today. It's an ever-changing and ever-growing journey of mine to spend the time with my children and have that connection time. It doesn't take a ton of time, but you have to be intentional with it. You have to block it. You have to plan for it. And it has to be part of your goal. So now my goals, if I have five goals and they're all business related, then that's not really in alignment with what I set out to achieve. So when my wife and I met in the beginning of January, we set out some family goals and we set out some marital goals and we set out some things that we want to do for ourselves so as though we can make sure that we have that harmony, we have a little bit more balance for ourselves personally and professionally as well with our family. So intention goes a long way. And you really have to plan it and be intentional with what's most important to you. And once you realize what's most important to you, that's the flow. Everything else comes from that. It absolutely does. What you described, you love to be challenged. You find satisfaction in the challenge and most high achievers do. We've discussed this earlier. So it's a matter of saying, okay, what's the internal side of success and winning? That's that personal. That's the relational. That's that inner. Because we can see the spreadsheets. We can see the numbers. We can measure that metrics of result on an outward scale. But I think it's that internal struggle of really just being the best human and self-studying. You know, why are you doing that? And then I think a big piece here too, Brian, is sustainability. 
So you've self-studied, you've been at this three, four years. How are you able to easily sustain it? You said you meet every January and you kind of build the roadmap. Is there Mm -hmm. anything else that goes along with it, Brian, that helps you sustain the race? Yeah, there's a couple of things. So I think I've learned from my wife, she's a voracious reader. And I think reading really just opens your mind and gives you so much additional perspective from others who have gone along the journey in front of you. And there's a lot you can learn from other people's successes or potentially from their fails. Sometimes you learn more from people's failures than their due successes. So I think reading is a big part of it. The second thing is the full focus planner. Yes, you set up annual goals, but it breaks it down even further. So it starts with the annual goals and then you break it into quarterly goals. And from those quarterly goals, you get into monthly and then it breaks it down into the week. And every week, you have a daily big three. So what are the three most important things that you have to do today? And then what are the three most important things you have to do for that week? And as you start to build that momentum and that cadence and that rhythm and that flow that you talk about, you start to build that momentum and that success towards your progress. So if you have those goals and you have them stated in terms of what it is that you're looking to achieve, and every day you set the intention of what it is that you're going to work on at the end of the week, you go through your week, you say, what did I do? What did I not do? What do I want to keep doing? What do I want to stop doing? Or potentially, what do I want to improve on doing? And I think it's that process, that system, that really works for me. I I really enjoyed the Full Focus Planner. It's been something I've been doing for four years. Do I do it every day? No, but I try to have the discipline at least focusing on it from an annual, a quarterly, a monthly. And I try to do as best as I can on a daily perspective. And I love the granular because when it's granular, you can actually, like you said, you can chunk it down to what are the three most important things today. And that's really, really important because when the list is really long, that's just overwhelming. It's inundating. You can find a thousand excuses and then you get excusitis disease where everything else gets in the way other than those big three. But when it's so granular, you're like, okay, I can do that. And the point I think too, you can strengthen those muscles because when you have that level of achievement, you start to see yourself doing it. You start to follow the process. And so just speaking with you, Brian, you would be obviously, and we all know it, if you look at your accolades, you are very well accomplished, but I mean, you've mastered the whole having it all process. I mean, everything that we work with our clients on and helping ground and focus on and build structure to, you're already mastering. And so I think it's just monumental for people to hear this episode, actually listen to somebody who's achieving it. And you've got just a balance and a fluidity that I think is just so poignant. So what's advice? I mean, somebody else is listening to this. What advice would you say for them right now, Brian? So I would say one of the biggest turning points for me is where can you find that inspiration or where can you find that challenge? And and I'll share something personally. So I think it was in 2019, I came back home from a trip and I made it home in time for bedtime. And I remember going to put my daughter to bed and She literally kicked up her foot and said, I want mommy, I want mommy, I want mommy. And so when you hear something like that, that's an awakening moment. That means, okay, I'm not present physically, mentally, emotionally for my child. My child goes to security more to my wife than to me. That means I'm probably not here enough for them to see me, to want them to put me to sleep. And and so that was a big awakening moment for me. So I think I share that one because it's real and I share it too because it was a big enough pain point for me that I realized something had to change. And so what's the advice? The advice is, is something in your life potentially not working? And how could you go and sit down and really consider if you look across just a couple different domains, whether it be a relationship, if you're in a relationship, whether it be a marriage or a relationship, whether it's children, if you have children or you don't have children, if it's your work, do you spend too much time on work? Can you engage? Can you disengage appropriately? 
and ways that you can get fulfillment. Um, I, I think just sitting down and looking at it and, and writing it, like physically writing it, you can not just express the emotion that comes with it, but you can express potentially the challenge or frustration. And then once you throw it out there, what's two or three things that you could do to potentially change that scenario? It doesn't have to be something like big, like I'm going to quit my job. No, it's just, okay, can I put boundaries on my work to where at seven o'clock every day, I'm going to be 100% present with my children. So when I put them to bed, they know they feel loved, care for it, engaged. I'm giving them 100% of my focus and attention, right? That's just one potential example that I shared that I had to look internally. I had to challenge myself of how I could do better and what was one particular area of improvement of what was most important to me. The second one was, I think Simon Sinek always talks about the why. And if you really connect with your why and your purpose, that is what's most compelling and impactful for me. So when I thought about my business, what's the why? Honor my mom and give back to charity. That's that 100,000 in five years. If I stay on that due north, nothing will change my focus or intention because I know why I'm doing this each and every day. And when I continue to grow or I think of new strategies to grow, it's around aligning with nonprofits, it's aligning with people who want to give back to charity. And it's aligning with my target market in a way that my message resonates with them. And again, that's my due north when I'm connected to my why. I have no other reason or purpose other than that. And it's stronger than anything. Uh, Money, yes, it's great. We all need money to live. But the money will come if you follow your passion, you have that purpose, and you're very intentional with your time. And the last thing I would say is, I've gotten better at this, although I think it's something that we continue to learn over and over again as high achievers, delegation. And Michael Hyatt talks about it in his book, Free to Focus, but it's like delegation, automation, and elimination. So what can you automate in your life? And how can you find either technologies or resources that you can just put those things so you don't have to think about them anymore? Um, what can you eliminate? What are things you're doing that you potentially shouldn't be doing that take you away from your core purpose? And then delegation. So I opened a store in Mexico last year. I have two employees there. We're about 90% of the point where now they run the store 100% day-to-day operationally. And then I come in for the other 10% on strategy, partnerships, inventory, planning, whatever. But for the most part, I was able to grow my revenue by almost 100% by opening a store, but I didn't have to be there. And so how can I continue to leverage those types of resources and bring on what the military calls force multipliers, where you bring one person, but they could do two or three additional things for your business. And I'll give another example. One of my employees there, she's going to come back here and she's going to help me with my next shipment when I have to ship down to Mexico. So now I can help delegate that responsibility. So instead of having that take me multiple days to do, I can have that person come here, help me, automate that process for me. And then eventually that process just you know takes another form in another fashion. You need to do it first to understand it. But at the end of the day, the more that you can delegate, and find out what you're good at, where's those strengths, and then how you can leverage your time most effectively and efficiently, that gives that that double win, the, the win at work and succeed at life. And you have to have both. But if you don't have that margin in your life to delegate to others, you can't really get to that other succeed in life. And that's the part that I focused on really, really diligently as I grow my business as a solopreneur. What are the resources can I bring into the table that can really help me? So I have an ads agency, I have a copywriter, I have people that help me with my social media. I have the two teammates down in Mexico that run my store. So yes, I call myself a solopreneur, but I really do have a team around me that continues to build the business and helps me grow, but it doesn't make me 100% responsible for everything. 
And the structure is just so, so poignant. So share with people, because I think it's an amazing company, Freshwater Pearl Company. Brian, mm-hmm. give us just some insight. What is that? And why are you so passionate about it? And why have you had such success? Because I, it was really interesting when you and I were getting to know each other. I mean, you knew going into this, it was going to be kind of a 100% home run for yourself. But like as a business owner, how did you make that decision? How did you arrive at that Freshwater Pearl Company? So I think everything starts with a relationship first and foremost. So the designer of the jewelry is someone I've known for 22 years. So there's a big foundational relationship there. She's been selling the jewelry wholesale for the last 13 years. So I knew there was a demand for the product in the marketplace because she's been successful. So when I was looking at potentially what we're going to do next, it was actually her idea said, why don't we build an online business? And I was like, build an online business. I don't know anything about e-commerce. I don't know anything about jewelry. I don't know anything about pearls. But you know, in the world, you could do anything. You, know, you could be a student, you can learn, and you can do whatever it is you set out to achieve. So I said, all right, great, let's go ahead. Well, three names later, I came up with the Freshwater Pearl Company, which is the best functional name for a company that offers necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings that are all freshwater pearl jewelry. So everything is freshwater pearl jewelry. Why is it successful? I think the designs are modern. The designs are versatile. I think we have a very, very significant value in terms of our price points for what we offer. And I'd say we're probably top three, top five company, even though I've only been in business for 21 months in the world, for that matter, that offers the level of variety, design and versatility for freshwater pearl jewelry. And so for those reasons, I think that's what's really made me successful. And then back to that personalization relationship. I went into this honoring my mom. And so every year during her cancer walk, she'd write a handwritten thank you note. And every order that I get, I write a handwritten thank you note to every single customer. So I just broke 2,000 online orders last week. That means I've written over 2,000 handwritten thank you notes to all of my customers. So it's about that personalization. It's about that touch. It's about, yes, I'm, a, I'm the founder and I'm a solopreneur and I'm building this business, but I genuinely care about you. I genuinely care about the service and the product and the quality and everything that comes with it. And I'm definitely physically present day in, day out in the business. And I think that makes a difference. I think when I look at my demographic and target market that looks for this, they want to sm- shop small business. I think they want to rally around a company that has a mission and a purpose. And most importantly, that there's a product or a service that meets their needs. And I think we have that versatility. We have those modern designs and we have that value that we offer through our freshwater pearl jewelry. So for all those reasons, I think it's, I'm excited for where, where we're going. 21 months has been great. I want to see what the next 21 months will bring. We're going to start expanding into the wedding market down in Cabo. It is one of the top three international wedding destinations. I'm going to start building out a wholesale channel so we can start to sell our jewelry to other retailers around the country. And as I continue to get more and more people reach out, those are the types of things that seem important. I want this for my special occasion on my wedding day. And I have a boutique and I'd love to sell your products in my store and help share your story. And when you create those relationships with people, whether it be their wedding day, their own store, or I create a message of our pearls, your story. My story is my mom's 19-year journey with breast cancer. What does our story mean to you? Why do you buy our jewelry? And what does it mean to gift our jewelry to somebody else? And when you can create that emotive connection between people, I think that's what makes a company really, really successful. 
And I love how personalized. I mean, to get something like that, that what a differentiator too, Brian, as you know, you receive something like that of quite value, but a personalized note on top of it, just sharing your background and you're going to have repeat buyers just from that alone. And so as people are hearing it, yes, it sounds so simple, but it is the basic fundamentals. There's nothing that's been shared today that's rocket science. And I think this is the crazy part. Success is not hard. We make it really difficult, but the things that you've mentioned today on the episode, Brian, are just outstanding. Plus, they're very simple practices. These are things that most people can do, but it's choosing it. It's adopting it. It's being disciplined. It's learning how to delegate. It's learning how to challenge your own self. And I love all of the approaches. So we're just in the final minute. Any last, we kind of segue out here into having it all as we go into 2023. Any last bits of advice for somebody that is trying to have it all or find the balance that you describe in this episode? Yeah, I, I'd say just a couple of quick closing comments. The first is I just go back to that why, you know, what's most important to you and why is it important? And then put together an intentional plan for to get there. Don't think about how you're going to do it. Like, for example, you know, when I decided to quit my corporate America job after 20 years, I, I didn't decide how I was going to go ahead and build a company or whatever. I just knew I was going to do it. And I had this notion of building a company with my designer who was selling wholesale for this jewelry. I, I didn't get into the details. I just said, those will come if you have a big enough purpose and they have a big enough why behind what it is that you want to do. Two, I think every day we have to grow and happiness and fulfillment comes from growth. And it's not just I'm growing professionally, like I didn't know e-commerce, I didn't know any of these things around jewelry or products or Shopify or anything. But in 21 months, now when I look back and I see multi six digits of revenue, I can say, wow, I was able to do that. And I was able to do it through networking and relationships and learning and growing with other people, nothing is too big for you to learn no matter what stage you are at your career. And I think that was something that I proved to myself. And it's something that I continue to tell myself over and over and over again, you can reinvent yourself each and every day. And there's so much opportunity out there. But it starts with the why, then it's okay, what are you going to do? And then go out and find and face that challenge. And someone once said, I think it was Tony Robbins that you know, things happen for you, not to you. And something that I work on each and every day is that resilience. And there's kind of that physical and mental and emotional resilience that you have. And you know, you're an entrepreneur, you've been doing it for a couple of decades. There are days that are really, really tough. There are days where it just seems like everything's broken. There are days where it's just not working. Uh, your ad account gets turned off, whatever it is. It's you got to persevere and you got to find a way and say, okay, there's a bigger reason that this is happening. And this is happening for me. So why is this happening? And then how do I remove the emotion out of it? How do I look factually and logically at this to say, okay, there's a lesson for me to learn here and I'm going to be bigger, stronger, faster, more efficient as a result of it. And someday I'll look back and I'll laugh at it because it seems so important and so monumental today. But at the end of the day, it'll just be some little small task that you checked off in my planner or something else that I thought was a big deal that today it's like, okay, there's much, much bigger things that I need to focus on or learn. And just getting a way to try to remove the emotion and get to that logic and get to that fact and just think, okay, why is this happening for me and not to me? Getting out of that quote unquote, not that I want to call anyone a victim, but not being a victim, owning everything about your success, being truly accountable to it, and then finding the solution that's going to work best for whatever that situation arises. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned being an entrepreneur is just that resilience and removing that emotion and getting to that logic and finding out the solution. Live 90% in the solution and 10% on the problem. 
I think that's a great strategy for people to employ as they embark, whether it be a corporate journey, their own entrepreneur journey, something I continue to try each and every day. It's a great space to be in mentally. Right. No, how poignant. I'm so grateful for those final words from you, Brian. So Brian Schultz, owner of Freshwater Pearl Company. Again, thanks for being our guest today. It's just been an outstanding conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Now, if this conversation sparked something for you, can you do me a favor? Go to Apple Podcasts and follow the show and leave a review. Your feedback tells other business leaders like you how it's possible for them to have it all too. Next, if you're a leader with a lot on your plate, I created something just for you. It's called The Daily Something. It's a mobile coaching tool designed to help you create the habit of having it all in your business and your life. So you can learn more about it by going to marlohiggins.com clicking on the daily something in the navigation bar.